What's going on, everybody? Welcome. Today is Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. My name is Jeremy. This is my first cup. I did put a little bit extra sweetener in there that I didn't realize. Okay. That is a sweet cup of coffee. How are you? What's going on? Who's here? I see far more people watching than in the chat. So I'll say hi to Andy and Jenny. Oh, there we go. More people. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Stacy. Andrew says, morning, everyone. Three days in a row for me. Silly puppy. Um, for those of you who don't know, if Andrew is here, it means he did not get to sleep. Uh, Stacy, happy pre-birthday. Thank you. Looking forward to my birthday tomorrow. Yes, we will have a show. And then I'm pretty much going to call it a day and see what happens. It's supposed to rain, so I don't think I'm going to get my traditional birthday hike in. But I will find other ways to entertain myself that are worthwhile. Good morning to you, Tommy. Good morning, Gad. How are you? How was your Tuesday? Did you spend it recording four amazing episodes of Martial Arts Radio? No, that was just me. Four awesome episodes. I was on, the guests were on, they were interesting, they were fun. You know, some of it is the guests. I, I fully acknowledge that that a lot of what happens is the guests. You know, are they are they willing to engage? But I've also gotten better. I'm proud of the work that I've put in. I'm proud of where I'm able to take things, right? So I think for all four guests yesterday, we just, we just rolled in. We didn't have a, a hard start and it makes everything so much easier, so much smoother. People are less nervous. And we told some great stories, stories of travel and family challenges and developing new systems and they were great i really, I really enjoyed that yesterday's episodes and he says happy birthday go play in the mud um i might put the, the doors in the top or off the jeep well the, the the front half of the top off the jeep but other than sunday every day has rain in the forecast so maybe i will put everything back together so i can drive the jeep Though I will say, driving around getting 30, 32, 34 miles per hour, bad thing. I could also, but again, rain. Anyway, so that was yesterday. I went to the gym, made some dinner. That was about it. It was a very simple day. I didn't even have lunch. I fasted through the day. Final conversation was done a little bit after four, and I went in the kitchen and I cooked food. I was hungry. I was very hungry. 
plants went out on the porch yesterday, which means the house feels very naked. There are no plants in here. None at all. It's very strange. Is there anything else about yesterday to share? I don't know. Um, I don't know if I told you, I've been watching Tulsa King with Sylvester Stallone. I think it's the best acting he's ever done. It's actually, it's really a good show. And it's just interesting to see him mature as an actor and get something that, you know, has some, some depth to it. Not a lot of depth in Rocky. Not a lot of depth in The Expendables. Not a lot of depth in Rambo. <laughs> but in Tulsa King, yeah. You know, some nuance to those characters. Good morning to you, Liz. Good morning, Dennis. Everybody do me a favor, hit that thumbs up, that like button. So a package came in yesterday. And I'm going to show you two things with it. Uh, two product samples for Whistlekick that I wanted to look at before we made them live on the site. First one is a smaller bag. Same material, same manufacturing process, same company that makes the full-size duffel, but this is like a half size. It's probably about half the physical space, maybe even less of the full-on duffel, but it's got some nice touches to it. The zipper pulls are pretty good. And you know, this is the same pattern that you stuck in the hood, right? So I've been trying to use this. I, I like I like this design. Put a lot of time into it, and uh, you know, there you go. So this bag will show up on the website soon. Dennis says overnight bag. Exactly. That's kind of what what I'm thinking of it as. Uh, good morning to you, Frank. Now, here's the other one, the one I'm really excited about. I posted about it on my Instagram story. Pants. Look at these pants. Okay. Mostly polyester. A little bit of stretch. I'm going to, I think I'm going to, we're going to release this in, in two colors. I think we'll do a black and white and uh, maybe like a red and a blue or something. Says whistle kick down the leg. The back of the other leg has the logo as well. Drawstring and elastic. And everyone's favorite feature on pants, pockets. So I wore these yesterday. They are super comfy. They're super lightweight. They work as training pants. They work as casual pants. And here we are with summertime. And I know a lot of schools make a transition into not requiring uh, full uniforms. You could get away with this. You get away with this and a belt and a t-shirt at those schools and nobody's going to know. They're, they're awesome. Like they're just, they're great pants. Super great pants. Everybody's liking the pants. everybody's excited about the pockets so uh watch for those to come out for sale soon maybe as soon as today we'll see how busy my day is i don't even really know how busy my day is 
I don't think it's super busy. Actually, that's not true. I know it's busy because all of my Thursday appointments got moved to Wednesday because tomorrow's my birthday. And so everybody just got slid up a day, which means I got a whole bunch of meetings. I'm glad everybody's excited for these pants. I saw them. I saw them in, in Printful, you know, the company we use for all the, the back end stuff. And I said, if these are what they say they are, they're practically uniform pants. They're practically martial arts pants. They're like a polyester version of martial arts pants. I'm like, you know what? That's pretty awesome. So I quickly mocked up a pair and ordered, and I'm really happy with what we got. I'm, I'm going to make a little bit of adjustment to the logo. It's, I need to use a higher resolution version. But other than that, they're great. So stay tuned. What are you guys doing today? What are you up to? Anything fun after work or instead of work? Or did you do something fun yesterday instead of work or after work or before work or during work? Love to know. Oh, Andrew says we're doing a live Q&A around 1.30 or so. All right. Well, I will be at the office, so uh, audio quality. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Good morning, Nathan. And Jenny says, maybe instead of my cut from book sales, you should start paying me in Whistlekick merch. That's where my money is going anyway. We could do that. And he says, working on patterns with the Kicks group. Nice. You know, I see a lot of my Facebook feed is uh, Jenny's husband, Matt's sidekick challenge. A lot of submissions for that. And I'm just enjoying seeing the silly things people are putting on their foot as they do a sidekick. It's a good time. Jenny says, Superfoot Dojo tonight. I know a few of you will be participating with Bill Wallace's stuff. Stacy says, Docs for diabetes and starting the next level of PT in the afternoon. I hope next level is, a, is an improvement. So awesome. Let's see what Frank sent us. Thank you as always to Frank for all that you do for the show. Pardon my sniffling. Thank you to Josh for our theme song and Denise for the audio feed. Andrew says he's trying to do all puppy stuff for his kicks for the challenge. That's great. And Jenny says, the sidekick challenge is bringing me so much joy. Matt and I have lists of the things we want to use for the challenge so we don't do the same things. That's funny. Guys got TKD training at home after work. Got some great advice on Monday during regular training. Got the forms down, but need to work on my stance shifting. Right on. All right, let's share this. Today we've got three quotes from Og Mandino, who I would love for one of you to tell me who this is. Because I don't know who this is. 
Hold on a second. Mute. I was just sniffing. My nose isn't running. I just feel stuffy. It's, it's a very weird sensation. All right, let me move that over there. All right. All the gold in the world cannot buy a dying man one more breath. So what does that make today worth? I've seen this happen a few times where, you know, somebody will go out and they'll say, you know, they'll, they'll kind of do interviews on the street sort of deal. And somebody will, with a microphone, will ask a passerby, hey, um, if I could give you a billion dollars, but you die at, you know, at the end of the year, would you take it? And nobody says yes. And maybe there's somebody that says yes, but almost nobody says yes. And they probably edit out the people who do say yes. And they use that concept in the same way here to prove that our time is more valuable than our money. Because you can't replace time. You can always make more money. You can't make more time. We have to spend our time in ways that make sense that balance making sense for the right now with the future. And I think a lot of us spend that time either just for right now or just for the future. I have historically been a just for the future person. I'm getting better at the right now. Here's a great example. The, I want to wake up at 5 a.m. and do my morning routine, all the things that I've got before the show. I got to bed late Sunday, I got to bed late Monday, and I got to bed early yesterday. Didn't fall asleep as quickly as I would have liked. But I slept well, when I woke up, I just said, you know, I'm still tired, I'm not rested. And I struggled with myself for a minute. I could get another hour of sleep. And I said, you know, Jeremy, if there's a, a time to, to relax and rest a little bit and, and feel justified in that, it's the day before your birthday. What? All right, I can, I can agree to that. So I'm back to bed. Got up at six instead of five. Tomorrow, I'm probably not getting up at five unless I feel very rested. We'll see. Who knows what time I'm going to bed tonight? And I'm okay with that. Whereas, you know, me a few years ago would have said, "Okay, I committed to doing this thing and getting up at five, and I don't care if I went to bed at twelve thirty. I'm getting up at five because it's what I said I'm going to do." It's not in my best interest. Short term, maybe long term it is. But you got to find balance. Uh, Stacy says he wrote, Ogmandino wrote, the greatest salesman in the world. Thank you. I am unfamiliar with that book. I'm assuming book, not play. All right. Next. So long as I can laugh, never will I be poor. Laughter is so, I've said this before, laughter is so universal that it occurs not only in every culture in the world, but it occurs in animals. 
animals can find things humorous. And I don't, I don't just mean primates. If you have a dog or a cat, you know that dog or cat has laughed at you at one point. You've seen it. You see dogs smile. Right? Humor is something that is so deeply hardwired to us. It's something that if you, if you look at it biochemically, laughter is incredibly powerful. And it's something that most of us have too little of in our lives. Which is why I'm okay with martial arts schools being fun and funny. Maybe not all the time. There is such thing as serious fun. But just as with martial arts, what's the noun in serious fun? It's the fun. Martial arts should be fun. Fun doesn't have to be um, casual. Fun can be serious. <laughs> when we have fun, we want to continue. When your students have fun, they want to continue. When you and your students are having fun, great things happen. One of the martial arts schools that I work with, the first thing that, that I found when we started working together was the owner wasn't having fun. I was like, oh, we got to change that. If you're not having fun, nobody else is going to have fun. Nothing works if you're not having, if you're not enjoying yourself in owning and running a business, martial arts school or otherwise. You have to find some enjoyment there. And it doesn't mean that you wake up every day and go, wow, I have the best life ever. That's where I want to help you get to. But not everybody starts there. In fact, very few people get there. But to wake up and go, you know what? There's some good stuff going on today. I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. That's where we want to get to. And we can get there pretty quickly. If... You permit yourself to have fun. Take care, Andy. Take care, Andrew. Tommy says, oh, we laugh often at my school. I'm kind of a silly guy. All of you know this, though. And Jenny says, Tommy, what? This is the first time I'm hearing this. I'm so shocked. Um, sarcasm. I posted something yesterday on TikTok and I asked people, I said, you know, um, it was something about why, about the difference in, in your why, which is, is something I often ask because I get great answers. And somebody responded when I started training, I wanted to learn to kick people in the head and now I teach. And I, so I replied and so now people pay you to teach them to kick people in the head or people pay you to kick them in the head. And the person didn't realize I was being sarcastic. And so they, they did a reply video expa explaining in more length. And I was like, no, I was just joking around. Sorry. I, I didn't use any emojis. Don't forget the emojis. Parents pay martial arts instructors to beat on their kids. That's kind of neat. Gotta have fun. While I was recording episodes yesterday, my the back of my brain, I've, I've talked about this before, that my brain does this thing now where it operates in parallel. Uh, 
And I figured out the best way to explain it. It's like a dual core processor in a computer that it can handle multiple things at once. And it's not great at doing two things at once, but I can carry on a conversation to have something turn in the background. And yesterday it was working on material for the martial arts school. I, I was talking to people and it was kind of on autopilot going, oh, okay, we can do this and this. And uh, yeah, here's a hint. Five, everything comes back to five and what I'm finding, everything comes back to five. It's kind of ridiculous. So playing with the name for the school, it's going to, it's going to be something, something around five and the current leader, because it was going to be the, the, the school of five. I don't like that, especially after the way it translated. So I think we're at the way of five school. So the, the, the style quote style would be the way of five because everything's falling back to five. And Dennis says along the sarcasm line, I like to kick people in the head. It makes me feel good. And he's quoting Superfoot Bill Wallace and Jenny's Jenny's response is that's not sarcasm. It is not sarcasm, not even a little bit. Uh, Gad, this might be the best autocomplete error I've ever seen. So Gad says Jurassic Park five, but what he means is Jurassic five, uh, which is a, a rap ensemble. Um, that I, I like. I'm not not an error. Okay. Nope. He meant Jurassic Park 5. All right. My bad. Um, I like J5 a bit. They're, they're, a lot of their stuff's a little weird for me, but um, they've got some good stuff. And he says, no, no, it's not an error. Well, Jurassic Park 5, the, the fifth movie. The fifth one was good. The fifth one was not as good as the sixth one. The sixth one was almost as good as the first one. Stacy says, uh, five, I have an entire research paper on the importance of five in philosophy, nature, martial arts. I am a five nerd. I would love to read that if it's not overly long. And I'll tell you where it started. And then we'll, we'll finish up with our last quote. If you look at the psychology of choice, people... And, and honestly, this is stuff I, I pay attention to because of marketing. Three to five choices. People like three to five choices. If you give somebody two options, they don't really feel like they're making a choice. They need three at the minimum. But when you go above five, if you give somebody 20 choices, they struggle. Five is the kind of upper max. So three, four, five choices. When we're talking about martial arts, I wasn't going to be able to build a martial arts system around nine techniques, three by three. But I've built a martial arts system around five by five. Five blocks, five stances, five punches, five kicks, five miscellaneous strikes. 25 techniques is all I need to teach you. You'll figure out the other ones on your own. You teach someone a front kick, they'll figure out an axe kick. Yeah. 
So Gad says, it was a pun on the movies and the rap group. Also not really into them, but I like What's Golden. Uh, that the, the song What's Golden is awesome. Uh, it's a, by far the best song that they have that I'm aware of. And see, Frank says three quotes. Yeah. We don't do five quotes. It would be too many. But what if we had two quotes? It would feel funny, wouldn't it? It would feel shortchanged. Now, there are times you might tackle one thing, but that's not choice. The numbers three the number three shows up all over the place. Gad says, I built a system around two by four. First and only technique. Whack them over the head with the two by four. Do you guys call them two by fours in Europe? Because two centimeter by four centimeter is not. It doesn't work. It'd be very small. It'd be a very small board. Uh, thank you, Stacy. That's great. Appreciate it. All right. Where's our last quote? Oh, and by the way, as I mentioned, I figured out some other things over the weekend when I was driving. And one of those things, without going into detail, uh, relates a lot to the Whistlekick family page and a way to connect the dots on what I'm going to do with my own martial arts school with the whistle kick without it being, you know, kind of like forcing it in there. Because for me, it's all the same stuff. As business units, they are not, the customers will not, though there will be some overlap, right? But there's a way. And the way that I have figured out is good for everybody. So that's kind of cool. All right. Uh, Gad says, no, they don't use two by fours, but he's well-versed in American. <laughs> Jenny says, we often make a comparison in respect to sparring. In sparring, you tend to reach for the same techniques on rotation. Yes. For most people, three to five. Think about walking into Baskin Robbins. You have 31 flavors to choose from. It takes a while because you want to look over your options. Maybe sample a few before you commit. But if all they had were chocolate and vanilla, you can make a decision much quicker. Same with sparring. And this is a big part of where this stuff came from. It's from the work that I'm doing when I teach, when I travel around, formally called the magic of slow or something similar. So we iterated those names into Mushin Development Method, MDM. Tommy says, three is everywhere. I've done research on three and eight. Three, far more prevalent. I like the five idea. Wheels turning that well. What do three and five add up to? So our last quote here from Og. Each struggle, each defeat sharpens your skills and strengths, your courage and your endurance, your ability and your confidence. Let me say that one more time. Each struggle, each defeat sharpens your skills and strengths, your courage and your endurance, your ability and your confidence. We learn by making mistakes, by screwing up, by not getting it right, by not doing it perfectly. If you look at the way human beings learn, especially at younger ages, we give them opportunities and then they don't succeed and they try again. The example I give when I teach, 
babies learning to stand or to walk. If a baby stands up and falls over, nobody yells at the baby. They encourage the baby. Keep trying. You can do it. Somewhere along the line, though, we stop encouraging. We tell people, oh, you didn't get that right on your third try. You should probably find something else. What would happen with the world if we continually encouraged people to work on the things that they want to work on? Hmm. I had a conversation with someone the other day about uh, there's a flavor of, of homeschooling that some of you may be familiar with. The others may not called unschooling. The idea that kids, general premise, kids want to learn, simply help them learn about the things they want to learn, and they'll pick up the skills they need, right? Like they'll figure out reading. They'll figure out basic math. They'll figure out most life skills, at least as good as they do in public school, if you encourage them to learn on their own and provide the resources they need to self-direct. And I think that there's really something in there. You know, for most of us, we, at a very young age, Learning gets outsourced. Encouragement gets outsourced. And I think a huge part of what we face in society today uh, is due to the way public schools mess us up. I'm not a big fan of public schools. I've said before, if I had kids, they wouldn't be going to public school. Probably wouldn't even be going to private school. They would probably be homeschooled in some way. So, But what do we do with that? We can always learn more. We can always encourage more. We can always be encouraged more. And we can always try again. See, I think for most of us as martial artists, trying again is so deeply buried in us that we don't realize that it's different from the way most of the world works. How many of you have had a technique or a form or something that just doesn't happen? I was talking to one of the guests yesterday. We were talking about similarities between different martial arts. And I gave the example that in Taekwondo, the form that I learned, Poen, is so similar to the, which I can never remember the name either. The form is so similar to the Ishinru Karate version of a form called Nahanshin that I cannot keep both forms in my brain at the same time. And what I have done back when I, I was, concern about testing for Taekwondo is as we got close to the testing, I would just have someone go over the Taekwondo version with me a bunch of times. And I would do my best to forget temporarily the Ishinu version of the form. And I could hold on to it through testing. But even right now, the way that I would do the Taekwondo version is I got to do the Ishinu version and then remember that it starts in the opposite direction. And there are a few reference points where it's different, but I can't do it. Now yet, I can do a bunch of Taekwondo forms even now, even though I haven't done them in years, that I learned before and after. I don't know where we got there. Hmm. Stacy says, 112358 is a very common sequence in art, math, nature. The Fibonacci sequence, yeah. It's what I find most fascinating about Fibonacci 
is is you see it as things build organically. The best example being, you know, like a Nautilus shell, that the building of the segments follows that sequence. And you're not going to outsmart nature. You work with nature. If that shows up all over the place, it's probably a good reason. Oh, Jenny, I remember that show. Tommy says, I teach gym Tai Chi for a homeschool collective, great kids and loving parents and grandparents. Yeah. It takes a lot of work, but it's worthwhile. If I do have kids, the door isn't shut, but it's uh, mostly closed, I'd say, at this point in life. Um, it's something that's pretty important to me. Gad says, and we're going to start winding down here. When I teach and a student says something incorrectly, I say, that was good. But if you say it like that, like, quote, the correct way, it will be even better. <laughs> the worst thing we can do is stop people from trying and to create a culture that stops people from trying. And the last two things I'll say, well, maybe not. <laughs> the la um, my last two thoughts that I, want, I know I want to share. And this one of these came up in conversation yesterday on one of the episodes. Martial arts schools where the culture is that the higher ranks do not demonstrate. And they don't show that they're bad. They have things that they're working on, that they're wrong. And what does that do? It convinces students that there's a point in time where you're perfect. But you're not. You're never perfect. And I, one of the things I've seen is that I've definitely seen a correlation between schools where the high ranks, the, the top of the top instructor, the owner, does things, shows things, and acknowledges their imperfections. Hey, I'm in charge here. Theoretically, I'm the best of all of us, and I still screw up. That convinces, that shows your students that it's okay to make errors. And if they're okay making errors, they'll keep trying. If they're not okay making errors, they won't. What's the greatest fear in Western culture? Maybe even broader than that. When surveyed, people generally say public speaking. Why are people terrified of public speaking? Because they don't want to be embarrassed. Because most of us go through public school where we are beaten into an aversion for doing anything that's embarrassing. What if we changed that? What if it wasn't embarrassing to get things wrong, to mess up, to try something? This was one of the things I loved about doing the improv class. I was surrounded by a bunch of people who were all embarrassed at not being good at something, but also acknowledged that everyone else was on the same page. And what I found fascinating was for about half the class early on, they thought everybody else was doing better than them. But as we got closer and we all said to each other, no, you're killing it. I'm the one that sucks. And they're like, no, you're killing it. I suck. And we all kind of eventually went, what if none of us suck and we're all killing it? And that's why I like hanging out with that group of people. Because everyone's really supportive. Ending right here, because this is the perfect way to end. Tommy says, perfect people equals they're also liars. I appreciate you coming by. I appreciate you spending some time with me. 
and I appreciate that you want to hear what I have to say. Thank you. If you want to support, you know what to do. Pick something up at whistlekick.com using the code FIRSTCUP15. I will do my best to remember when I post the pants. It's a lot of P's in that sentence. To share it in various places, and it'll go out on the newsletter and everything. I'm telling you, you're going to love these pants. Um, I will keep the price down as much as I can because they are, it's it's a custom garment, right? Like it's not, this isn't, it's not embroidery and it's not ink. It's dye sublimated in. So it's not going to fade, but because it's cut and sew, it's more expensive than some of the other items, but it should hold up because of the stretch. I'm not, I'm not concerned. We've done other things. I mean, the, the dragon hoodies, these are, these are cut and sew. So I assume they're using the same stitching process. So I don't think that's going to be an issue. But I'll share that around and you can pick one of those up and save 15% with the code first couple of five. You can also join the Patreon and I hope that you do. Um, starts at two bucks a month. If you want to know the names of the people that I just recorded with, Patreon's the only place you're going to find them. And of course, there's the family page. And if you want to check out the last iteration of the family page as is, you can go look at that along with all the things you could do to help us out. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for coming by. Thank you for your support. Fantastic day. And the next time I talk to you, it'll be my birthday. Peace.